bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews Hey, welcome to another episode of Sport Movie Reviews on the Blackout Test Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod, and I'm joined by my homie, Jay Trill, a.k.a. Justin. What's up, man? What's going on there, fella? I got this watch I want to get to you, okay? <laughs> it's priceless. It's worth something. <laughs> hey, what about it. that fucking money you already owe me over there, Justin? <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on, man. I'm going to give you this uh, watch. You're not it's gonna good be for worth, it. Hey, it's going to make up for that and more, okay? Me talk, Trust me on me, that. Just, when you let me out of this this room, I, wait till y'all get out of here, okay? When, I, when you open up this door, it's on <laughs> uh we're here to review the movie uncut gems adam sandler's latest uh movie not on netflix um is directed by the safety brothers um and it's it's called and uh it stars uh written by i'm sorry ronald bronstein and i think the safety brothers and then uh it basically stars adam sandler um and lakeith stanfield is in it and kg stay uh stars in it kevin garnett for some of y'all if you're not into sports and um the weekend uh who we don't know his real name <laughs> uh if you're not into weird haircuts um <laughs> but yeah the plot is simply um uh a charismatic new york city jeweler charismatic always on the <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> always on the lookout for the next big score makes a series of high stakes bets that can lead to the windfall of a lifetime howard must perform a precarious high wire act balancing business family and encroaching adversaries on all sides in his relentless pursuit for the ultimate win justin we're gonna talk about what we like we're gonna talk about what we didn't like we're gonna score it from zero to five give me something you liked about this movie ah uh, you know what i thoroughly enjoyed that this movie felt really greasy without me having to get any grease on me like it felt sweaty it felt up-tempo it felt dirty unclean but at the same time it had me what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen next extremely and I, intense watch right right I, and i i enjoyed it because it wasn't intense in a way of like this is stupid mm-hmm. okay this is also stupid it was like intense like oh you know what? that he made sense why he made that decision makes mm-hmm. sense and yeah it just it kept getting it kept building and building on itself and i actually enjoyed that well i have to give adam sandler props because it really is all on his shoulders and i don't remember the last time i seen an adam sandler movie that i thought he was good in <laughs> right and i'm I, I thought i heard the buzz before i saw the movie they was like adam sandler delivers a he might get an oscar nomination i'm like okay we'll see about that and i was waiting on him to have one of them gibbly goo type moments and it never comes he did a great job uh i don't think you're supposed to like his character so i was absolutely fine with his portrayal because i didn't like that nigga (laughs) right i thought he was a real piece of shit and i love how they dissected his life as he has his mistress he's in this loveless relationship with his wife he's not a good father he's he's hustling and lying to all his business associates to his mistress to his wife to his kids <laughs> his employees everybody yeah uh, his daughter hates him like it just felt like he 
carried so many scenes in that movie um and i thought he did a great job so shout out to him uh other anything else you like yeah uh, next that, thing yeah i will say for the over half the movie up until they did the whatever family celebration around mm-hmm. christmas was the uh, hanukkah celebration they were doing did mm-hmm. not realize that was his brother trying to get his money back the whole time oh, that's where <laughs> when they went to that thing because i thought like man they actually taking a lot of flack from him but I was like, cause he's so, in, it's almost that thing where he's so in debt, you don't want to kill him, cause, cause you might never get your money. money. So, like, when he said they shut down the bet he made, and was like, nah, you can't, he was like, well, I would've won, and I was like, dog, just give us our money, okay? And so he kept having all these plans to get them their money, and so, yeah, it made so much sense though, when they showed the party, and I said, well, goddamn. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he went outside the party, and they still tracked his ass down, yep. and put him in the truck in his own car. Dog. Well, that was at the, um, oh, the game. The play. Yeah, that yeah, was the, the play. play. That was his child's play. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was after that, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, but, still. cause I didn't, cause he kept saying, I can't believe you doing this to me. And I'm like, what you mean you can't believe it? You owe this man money. Who cares that it's at the family event? They want their money. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I was like, but how did they find him at the family event was like and it it made so much sense when they finally revealed that it was his brother uh yeah go ahead no go ahead you you, okay another positive for me is um his relationship with his wife because it was so loveless and i love how he was such a piece of shit when the wall started closing down on him and they went to that family event and she had got dressed up and she was looking good and he really tried to come to her like maybe we could work this out and she was <laughs> like motherfucker i hate you we are gonna get this goddamn divorce you gonna leave me alone we gonna do whatever we can for the kids and that's it and then when they uh when he had to stop by his mistress's house apartment to see if maybe she had moved out hopefully that day right that day like that shit was so fucking good um and i love that like when she came and got him out of the trunk she didn't even really give a fuck <laughs> yep, she like he was like don't come any closer it's just you know i'm just over here it's just a prank or whatever she's like whatever motherfucker so i really liked hey, her listen and when he stopped at the apartment and that uh he asked could his son use the bathroom <laughs> and that closed the door in his face and buddy still told him about the girl that lived in the apartment did he <laughs> and the daughter was over his shit she didn't even give a fuck she was like the mom she's like nigga you ain't shit and i know it so anyway um but yeah uh what else i was gonna say this movie was so new york but in a way that we rarely get to see new york um normally when we see new york it's like oh this is wonderful city look at it look how beautiful it is you want to live here or it's just extremely like crime written look how dangerous it is and we saw the hustling side of new york that Mm -hmm. we don't get to see that's not always just about crime but like look at we're at the business district with this um you know the jury district and look it up this is how it's set up that yeah you got the storefront downstairs but you go upstairs in this little room that's like a closet and here they are with the real jury <laughs> and at the same time still hustling still yep. crime you know lakeith stanfield and his fake watches that <laughs> right uh this motherfucker howard was giving away left and right <laughs> it's like it was these first of all they had what well, they i don't think they were rolexes right but just the fake watches are like look man this right here you can get 30 grand off of this and it's like but it's fake right <laughs> oh my it's, god and, and but i love that because that is such a new york thing that when you go up there you think you're in one thing and they're like no let me take you upstairs to the real thing and even up there it's a hustle man 
yep oh man that would and like for a while you think damn he's a real asshole giving away lakeith stanfield watches for collateral and not giving him a cut of the money then you find out later even them watches is fake the dude was like man them watches is fake i said damn so lakeith was hustling him and then he was hustling people yeah um uh, but uh lakeith at the same time but it made sense because he was like i t- we supposed to be selling these when you're gonna let me sell them he was like i told you i can't sell them shit yeah out my store he was like well why not <laughs> it's right. all a hustle why yeah. not i bring you the people i'm laying it down you supposed to cut me in on it a big positive for me was kg all right so these are black jews all right they're stranded in the middle of ethiopia it's deep stranded yeah look at they got nothing they don't got cars they don't got and i'm watching this and i'm like what what are these guys wearing look it's on the torah there it's everywhere right where do these guys get precious black opals that's what that is the black opal i do my research these guys live near the whale mines which primarily is red opals which aren't worth Okay. Oh, okay but these, these mm. yeah, you can't get your hands on these things you understand really so look i say to myself how do i get a hold of these guys and i've managed to track these guys down i buy one from them Holy that is, <laughs> what is that that's right here that's the rock that's the rock that's the stone Holy i got now. look how this is winking like me in 17 months to get this Holy thing okay snow. just look at this hang on for a second Go through my look. Be careful. That's my best look. All right. I want you to look. Look at it. You really hit right to That's history right there. You understand? How many carrots is this? What? Four, five thousand carrots? Three thousand dollars a carrot? I'm not. Why has it got so many colors in it, man? What is this? That's the thing. They say you can see the whole universe in opals. That's how old they are. Holy shit. I've been telling you. So seeing that, like, KG in this movie rocking the celtics ring watching them incorporating it with footage from the actual like that that run they had in like 2012 yeah perfect like he, and i i mean and like one of those times where like i know he's playing himself but he was a good actor man people freeze up when the camera gets on them and they all of a sudden can't say things like hello mm-hmm. goodbye things they do in their normal every day and no nah, he he, he was delivered. a natural he was a natural at this shit he did, scenes that for him needed him to be intense he looked intense scenes where he needed to like be mellow and things like that he did yep even though like interview after the game and shit it felt like seamless like oh that must have really happened that's how good it was so like kg stole the show and the whole thing of him walk going away with the with the opal and not bringing it back in time <laughs> like i'm like did kg steal this nigga shit I did did you think he was gonna actually get the opal back no I man when he called the nba i said god damn <laughs> this nigga called the nba where is my shit <laughs> one of your players is stealing oh man so kg showed up they couldn't get the door open bro the movie was so good at building up stress for no reason right it's man i like i said i and i can't stress this enough yeah the entire movie from start to finish had me thinking well what the fuck is going how is it it's getting worse wait how is this happening bro it was the like you could not breathe like even the the part where he like wins the bet early and you like oh okay so he got the money to pay him off and he and the dude like i canceled the bet it's like oh this nigga got he can't we can't win even at the play 
for two seconds it was intense even at the family dinner it was intense yeah prayer like everything was everything. just intense with him the entire everything movie. with the mistress everything he went to a party and it literally got more intense <laughs> right this girl was in there with the weekend about to do something strange i think <laughs> she, she tried to, she tried to act like she wasn't but i'm like if she the fuck howard she'll definitely fuck the weekend i'm watching this and i'm thinking but you can't cheat when you being a kept woman and i was like but wait actually that's how you get to be a kept woman Ain't you it? gotta you, you find the next thing that's gonna keep you right <laughs> it's like tarzan swinging vines you don't jump off till you see the next one right <laughs> yeah she saw one mm-hmm. uh so good man another thing i definitely liked about this movie was even as the scenes intense they would have the background music um or whatever the vocals things mm-hmm. like that matching it like yeah. everything was seamless the directors did a good job of making sure that whatever we were supposed to be feeling that moment the music also matched that intensity yeah uh, another thing i like and this is a controversial one but i like the ending i liked when i because i wanted him to die so bad and most movies pull the punch on this one you, like you thought that was controversial dog i like i know there's people that's like man that's some bullshit man he killed him that's that's how it's gonna end and i'm like how else could it end he was so and the thing is he was so annoying i felt like that scene was me as an audience member trapped in that glass case with them and been this whole time i've been like why can't this nigga just act right and he was getting his quote-unquote win on the outside and i was just hoping that he would get killed and when buddy just said man fuck that pull that gun out shot him right in the head i said thank you look he i was surprised he didn't kill him sooner since that's how he really felt yeah because he the whole movie they showing you that these aren't guys that really play around right and i know they set us up when he had him hanging out the window i'm like he really not gonna hang him out the window like he's not gonna kill him we know that's his brother now Mm -hmm. right and they set us up for the swerve but when he had him sitting in that because to break it down if you haven't seen the film it's basically a closet that you have to be buzzed into his office and it's hot in the closet there's no air there's none of these things and he make him sit there and watch an entire nba basketball game yeah it's a jewelry store that he has and so for security purposes you have an outside door then you have another door that lets people in through the is to the inside it, it, it wasn't working because there's like a magnet thing you had to put a screwdriver on it and so the screwdriver falls off and the book the bookies who he owes money to who are like going to kill him if they don't get their money are trapped and they have to watch him watch this game with kg where he's got like a triple parlay going where they have to win the game kg has to get a certain amount of points certain amount of rebounds certain amount of assists or something and then he wins like over a million dollars and he'll be able to pay them back well he does win the bet but these motherfuckers are so mad that he trapped them in there for probably three hours it's basically a closet yeah three and, hours and hot. the whole time that they're trapped in there as he's watching the game he's taunting he, talking shit and like, he's oh, talking shit we need one more basket this is it this is it oh my god oh my god <laughs> i'm KG. about to climax i'm about to come i told oh. you i told you you stupid motherfuckers i'm like <laughs> oh wait till they get out i said they gotta at least whoop his ass right <laughs> at least buddy and buddy the one dude I, that shot him i knew wasn't about like playing so he had been wanting to shoot this nigga for two hours because he tried to shoot him at one time before when he first pulled the gun it was right. like it's bulletproof you just gonna hurt yourself right <laughs> so i man when he shot him and killed him i said that's perfect perfect ending i think the swerve was him killing his brother yeah but i don't know what he was but thinking. you had to kill him right like yep. he a witness i have to kill you like I, you're gonna i know this your brother you're gonna turn me in mm-hmm. um so yeah he had to kill him but the brother was whack about how he tried to escape yeah <laughs> um, and a daughter didn't work 
i also like when uh the scene where uh Arn, uh what, was it arnold well, whatever the main character is uh howard howard when howard yeah. explains to kg why he keeps betting bigger and bigger no matter how far in the hole he gets he can't yeah. just stop and take get even and just quit um this is the scene stadium's all booing you you're 30 up you're still going full tilt let's see what vegas what has vegas got you guys at today take a look let's see are you, are you serious gonna put us up right here look at this the Sixers are supposed to win the game tonight they think we don't keep track of that they think game seven you're not gonna get 18 points they don't think you're gonna get eight rebounds these guys don't know about what the do they do doesn't that make you want to kill them doesn't that make you want to say doubting me doesn't that make you want to step on elton brand's neck come on kg this is no different than that this is me all right i'm not a athlete this is my way this is how i win so yeah him explaining like how gambling is his competitive addiction in the way that you know kg being a competitor in the nba is his outlet um i'm like oh that's why the fuck because i've been looking at the movie the whole time like it's a way like oh the the point of this movie is how he gonna get out of this trouble yeah and then when i saw that scene i said oh no he, he likes the trouble he gonna stay in trouble he <laughs> liked the trouble like he want to get back to this point he likes this feeling and i said oh he gotta die so um yeah anything else for positives it's so much it's so much in this movie um from him convincing the girlfriend to uh even oh, take the bet everything with the side chick was so good and the way that she met the the heavy roller in vegas and hid out till she got the million dollars and then like he that how rich was that dude I, and i thought he was gonna kill her the heavy roller yes. the whole time i'm like he'll have a roller because oh yeah he gonna steal the money and oh, I he, thought he was still the money not he, killer. Well, because I, I don't know, he was so creepy. They also made him so creepy. Dog. At the same time, and it, they like laughed at it too. He looked like Ric Flair. <laughs> but hey, but look though, here's what was dope. It made sense that he brought the money to her because he's a high roller. He got money. This yep. like it was nothing to him. He's like, oh, I go get you a little million dollars to bring right back. Maybe you suck my dick. No, nope. Okay, all right, cool. Well, next time, like that was so like it made so much sense. And then I'm like damn she won the money for no reason because this nigga dead but she got the money now do she well i mean she should have had yeah, i wonder money. what happened with her maybe part two uncut gems too um uh, but because nobody at that point they were done looking for her those guys had to be on the run true at that point for the murder like true. their own camera like he and, did but they did, and they had a dude stationed out there but he missed her so yeah but she don't know how we're dead yeah so but this i just imagined the whole time that that dude was creepy and like oh he bought the um do you not giving her the money do you think she really loved howard no yeah because the movie though it was weird because like she clearly was depending on him for like rent and shit but then like at the point where she like had moved out and stuff she still came to work and worked there and still was like when he cried about how terrible things was going and, and in front of her she consoled him and shit and i i just kept feeling in my soul like have some more juice honey <laughs> yo and this because not just because she was uh with the on uh, weekend either yeah like, no 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 no. i don't think it was ever gonna be a love relationship even though i guess that's what they kind of want you to believe he it's what he seems to believe is that yeah. she understands me and wants to be with me but to me i'm like she just gonna get sick of your shit 
soon as you leave your wife and now she got to deal with your your bullshit she ain't gonna want to be with this and it's also i think strange because they have nothing in common like they never show us the commonality that could say yes this is why this is a loving relationship with this side chick well they work at the same jewelry place which is how all cheating men do but she's an employee right that's what i'm saying the commonality is well no i mean to make it a loving relationship not maybe yeah, how- yeah right i agree we agree i'm just saying like they show us the the scope of their relationship is one of convenience to me yeah and of course she's extremely attractive so you know he he doesn't give you know to mm-hmm. him you know i think he knows it's some kind of some bullshit but he don't really care and it's the city and even the city apartment that he has um he's a he's a wealthy guy that lives in new jersey yeah right. he got a city apartment for right. when he don't want to go like that part didn't seem uncommon to me mm-hmm. uh, and i think like you said she got to stay in that apartment but he was going to have that apartment regardless he didn't have her name on the lease or anything like that it wasn't, and he's was a shitty dad like he was shitty at all of it man what a bad dude <laughs> um, they made him do such a good job of being shitty he was so good to be such a piece of shit um also it was kind of funny like unintentional dark comedy stuff yeah um so if you're the kind of person that can laugh at dark shit i know i was laughing at some of the stuff especially all the stressful situations where things kept going wrong like he thought the gym was gonna be appraised at like a million dollars it was appraised at like two hundred thousand another thing they showed us maybe why the gym was so valuable how they got the gym mm-hmm. like i i appreciated the extra three minutes that it took to do that um mm-hmm. normally a movie i'm like that's not necessary i don't need to see that mm-hmm. but it helped build on why this gym was so important to him mm-hmm. the connection that kg maybe had to it when we know athletes can be superstitious mm-hmm. within themselves but it helped build on more of the connection uh to the gym and we know we know kg is superstitious so it made sense for it to be him yeah um yeah lakeith stanfield i thought all the actors um like you mentioned earlier lakeith stanfield i think he's underrated even though he's headlined the film Mm -hmm. uh i thought he did a great job of convincing me that he's shady in this movie Mm -hmm. that uh he had the connections he had to bring stars like kg or other wealthy people he had access to get into an NBA practice <laughs> uh, facility. Yeah, I love the ties to the NBA and hip-hop world in this movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was just kind of like, it was, it's a Jewish movie, but it shows, like, the love for NBA and basketball and sports. And, you know, he kind of has ties because of what he sells for a living to this black community. Um, and I kind of enjoyed that as a, as a backdrop to this bigger story uh i love the i also like so much i don't know even the him uh pawn and shit like they he's pawning to kg's the pawn shop right. is kg ring a guy like well, i already got one of your other championship rings the new york for some other, ring, right yeah. and i'm like man dudes really do i mean i i while i might would like to have some athletes championship ring i would never spend the money to get one Mm-hmm. right i just go and if you have well, the technically money, he didn't either no but i'm saying <laughs> for other people yeah, that I know, I know, buy them, I know, I then you know. also have the money to just have your championship ring made yeah to be like i'm the sixth man you know what i mean won't, won't mean as much <laughs> Is that gotta, you gotta get drake drake gotta get it like drake got it <laughs> straight from the team i'll say it it's a replica it's the exact same thing yeah. i'm surprised teams don't do that though sell replica rings yeah. as a way of more money because we know it's still at the end of the day it's like for our real fans buy this replica ring or do they and we don't know about it because you know i'm <laughs> we're not balling like that yeah <laughs> we wouldn't be in the market um all right was anything for negatives because i'm out of positive so you nah, can keep going um no nah, it, was, it was nice and short 
<laughs> well, it was two hours and fifteen minutes. Was it? Yeah. Didn't feel like it. Because I think it's because it's so intense, right? Like it don't give you a chance to really breathe for you to feel the time of it. But I will say, for me, for I had a couple of negatives. I, I did feel it was a little too long. um I didn't really care where the gym came from or not. Like, didn't <laughs> didn't bother me. Like, I like that five minutes or whatever. I was like, y'all could have took that shit out. Normally, I don't like it, but for here, I yeah it made a difference for me for well, this i thought when they went into his bullet wound to show the secrets of the universe through the gym was a bit too <laughs> i was like this is a bit this is a bit too heavy-handed like we, he needed to die that's all we needed to know oh yeah we didn't have that part was yeah, yeah that was weird it, um, it was almost gross right and it had that crystal like it had that weird hippie music playing in the back i was like who gives a f- stop trying to be deep this is good like <laughs> he's a piece of shit he got killed it's like back to the universe of uncut gems isn't that what we all are no we aren't see um, that part unnecessary they did it in the yeah. very beginning didn't need to see it reconnect yeah. right they tried to make it a perfect loop uh the other thing i would say is uh well if you're in if you're not into like intense stressful no way out type movies this movie gonna stress you out so i'm gonna let you know like you for me personally i i like i enjoyed it i found myself engrossed but i can see how somebody else would be like this shit too stressful i can't watch this this nigga keep fucking up <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah he almost gets the dominoes set up and then he knocks them back down because they draw you into the movie they right. make you feel a part of the stress right and then the last thing i'll say i didn't think we got enough lakeith stanfield mm. i like lakeith stanfield in this movie and in this role but i felt like he deserved you know more screen time um i would have liked to see his connections with jet kg like maybe have him hanging out with kg maybe have him in the club like i love that scene in the club where it's like no i'm the big man in here like you're not just gonna be out here playing me like this and yeah. i felt like lakeith didn't really get a true state say so and like when he found out that the fucking watches was get like his three watches left or whatever the fuck like i feel like there was never no true reckoning for that and they just kind of like got rid of his character at some point and you just don't see him again i think too that might would have been better to better explain how he's connected with everybody like yeah. is he a club promoter right. is he like did he used to be famous in some degree and so now he's like a b-list celebrity right or c-list that Something. still got access i just i feel like he just he could have gave us more and he's such a good actor i'd like to see it you know um but yeah other than that man that's about it i don't really have anything else negative about it i mean you know so uh zero to five i'd have to give it a five i probably five out of rare justin five out of five (laughs) i'd watch this anytime it's on tv i really would that's dope man uh for me i would give it hmm, probably uh three and a half no that's not fair because i really did think it was uh i give it a four i give it a four i thought it was like great performances a little too long got a little too hippy dippy shit with the gym at the end uh could have used a little bit more lakeith stanfield but uh compelling plot delivers that intense feeling that you just don't you, you know only the best movies can give you that fucking like you know on the edge of your seat like i like i like i would go take a piss but i might actually hold it to see what this nigga does next and if it's, if this is your first review of listening with me on it then you'll i i don't look up movies to see right. what they're about things like that so but just knowing adam sandler was in it yeah i had low expectations me for too it. me too and so it's surprisingly didn't even know excellent. kg was in it by the way didn't even know like just see it play like just i was like what the fuck is kg doing walking in this store <laughs> right like anyway but yeah i'll give it a four man i thought it was really good all right y'all we'll talk to y'all in a minute peace peace